Hi, and welcome to Vicarious Home, the podcast where you can enjoy living vicariously through stories. I'm Marissa Mortimer, and having published some of my books, I would like to share some of the joy and blessing of living vicariously with you. Grab a coffee, like me, or another drink, and let's launch in. Welcome back, and in case you missed it, it's nearly Christmas. I love Christmas, but that's because I still remember my Christmases from growing up in the Netherlands. To me, Christmas means family time, storytelling, books and lots of time to read. In the last episode, episode 4 about St Nicholas, I already explained that that's the time to get presents. Christmas for us was all about the birth of Jesus, whether it was technically the right time or not. The 25th of December was when we celebrated and remembered the fact that he came into the world Because of the churches I grew up in, we didn't have a tree or a nativity scene. We had some decorations, like a nice arrangement of greenery with a candle or something on the table, and maybe more candles or tea lights around the room. The last day of term was the Christmas celebration of school. The school was run by the same kinds of churches I went to, so again, no tree, no Santa or anything like that. The celebration was held in a large church to accommodate all the children with their parents and grandparents, neighbours, whoever came. Every class had rehearsed something, maybe a Christmas poem or a carol or a Bible passage. Now, for me, the highlight was always the stories. There were two stories. One was the Bible story, whether it was the shepherds or the wise men, Zacharias or and John the Baptist, stories like that. The story was told well by one of the teachers. In episode three, I talked a little about Bible storytelling, so do go and listen to that one if you haven't already. Anyway, after a few more Christmas poems, etc., there would be the second story. This was a Christmassy story. Maybe about children lost in the snow on Christmas Eve. Maybe about someone trying to escape an evil regime on Christmas Eve. Something gripping and spellbinding, centred around God's gift at Christmas time. About showing goodwill to others, about sharing love and kindness. Even now, I can picture the various teachers who told these stories over the years. For me now, I cringe at the pressure they must have been under. Some of them are very young, maybe mid-twenties, and there would have been about 400 kids plus parents and grandparents, so maybe nearly a thousand people. And you have to tell a story that lasts about half an hour, no notes, and don't be boring. Now, I still get that same kind of thrill we had as children when we listened to those stories when I read Christmas books now. There's something special about a thrilling read set around Christmas. Apart from... Those Christmases weren't about gifts, trees, getting loads of family to stay and having a Christmas parties. The kind of Christmas day I grew up with was very much like a Sunday with two services and another service on Boxing Day morning with a children's service in the afternoon. The children's service was similar to the school celebration one, with a few children saying poems and maybe a children's choir singing carols. The morning service has become the children's services in most cases, but Again, the same two stories, a Bible story and another thrilling story or maybe a moving story. The options are endless, aren't they? Christmas Day meant extra nice food. Not too much as there would be another service later. Boxing Day meant a nice meal as well. Maybe a slow one like cheese fondue or raclette where you cook in little pans at a table. You know, you all have your own own tiny little pan and you cook together. So it meant slow meals with the family. Time to chat, to share stories and experiences. After the meal, maybe a walk with family or seeing grandparents. It also meant lots of time to read. 
Both church and school gave children a book and a bag with sweets, fruits and nuts. We didn't have that many sweets normally, or so much fruit for that matter. So to have a book and a bag with goodies was amazing. To have time to sit and read was the perfect holiday. My parents moved when I was nine and for months our living room was one of the bedrooms upstairs. Just in time for Christmas the lounge and kitchen were ready. One of the very first pictures taken of us all in the finished lounge was my brother and I on the sofas reading our new books. It's something I miss, but especially the story time, the reading time. Instead, we can easily get dragged into buying stuff and more stuff, rushing around trying to see everyone and do everything. So as a gift to our children and ourselves, we have actually given each other a few days away near the beach. We will have time to relax, to read books, play games and just be. Just be as a family, to be still and to think about what Christmas means to us personally. Now, of course, there is a challenge, a special Christmas one. Again, for this challenge, there will be a gift for every entry. So now for the challenge. Right, so here is the challenge. I'm sure you guessed it already. Yes, it's a Christmassy story, but it's for children. Now it's up to you what age group you're thinking of. But it has to be gripping. Whether that's through tension or not, that's totally up to you. We're looking again at 500 words and it can be anywhere in the world or even a fictional world. Now, one of the podcasts, we will be looking at world building. Um, but if you're into that, this is your chance. It can be a snowy Christmas or a beachy Australian style Christmas. Write your story and mail it to me on vicarioush.ohm at gmail.com or email me via my website or via the podcasting. Now, I can't wait to read your stories, so I hope you will find some time in your busy Christmas week to sit and live vicariously. Dream about somebody else's Christmas or their lack of Christmas, their Advent experience or their lack of waiting. I wish you a very, very happy Christmas, full of blessings, full of stories, and I hope you have a wonderful time living through your stories. And I can't wait to live vicariously through yours as well. So remember, you have two weeks for this story and there will be a prize for every entry. So do send your stories, do make some time and have a wonderful Christmas. inspired by that to daydream on paper yourself or maybe you simply enjoyed listening to others sharing their stories with you do visit my website at vicariousome.com for my books or to read more about me i would love to hear from you so stay in touch my newsletter has some lovely giveaways as well as news so make sure you subscribe and i hope to see you back on here in a fortnight with more ideas as well as another challenge in the meantime enjoy living vicariously mm-hmm.